Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. In today's podcast, we got a great question I'm going to answer. It's going to help a lot of you. We have a question on, hey, Nate, I'm having trouble with focusing and being disciplined to my routine. What can I do to help myself? I broke this question down and I figured out the three main reasons why you're going to have issues with being disciplined and sticking to your routine. If you follow these three things, I'm going to name them first. After I name them, I'm going to give you practical steps for each one. If you're finding yourself having trouble focusing on your routine and being disciplined in your routine, when you go through these three, you're going to find the one that is the most obvious in your situation. Maybe it's all three, but I can guarantee one of them are going to be a problem. So let's go through all three. The number one thing on why people have trouble with focusing and being disciplined on their routine is going to be distractions. Distractions are a huge one. Number two is going to be procrastination. And number three is going to be one of the biggest ones out of all of them, mental or physical illness. And I'm going to give you a breakdown of each. Let's go with distractions. If you have a routine today, let's just say you had a plan to go in you know, you have a workout routine, you have a cooking routine for yourself, you have a meditative routine for yourself, you do yoga, whatever the case may be, and you go to go do your routine or prepare for your routine, you find yourself someone calling you and asking you to go somewhere or someone showing up at your house or somebody having a problem and you stop doing what you're doing for yourself to do something for someone else you're going to be distracted. If you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do throughout your day is go straight on social media and then you start getting hard feelings from going on social media when you know you're supposed to go and do your routine. Maybe it's your yoga. Maybe it's making you breakfast. Maybe it's you know um, working on your mindset, watching videos, et cetera. But you notice that you procrastinate it because you put yourself on the phone and you're on the phone the whole time and you didn't put the phone down and the phone became a distraction. Negative news or too much too much information. I call it getting, getting paralysis by analysis. So much information, too much information about nutrition, uh, money, etc. can be too overwhelming to the brain. So you can be distracted and that causes procrastination. So the first step we want to do to overcome distraction, my friend, is figuring out what exactly do you want? Let me say that again. What exactly do you want? A lot of people tell me, Nate, I want to be happier. Or Nate, I want more money. Or Nate, I want to lose weight. Or, awesome. I want, I want that for you as well. How much money do you want? And then people just pause and look at me. How much money do you want? You told me you want money, so how much money do you want? I want to lose weight. Great. How much weight do you want to lose? Um, maybe 20, 30 pounds. And how long? Uh, a month or two. And then what we do from there is when we break down and we get clear on exactly what you want, then we can create a blueprint to what to expect. For an example, if you're trying to lose 40 pounds in a month, my friend, and you don't lose 40 pounds in a month, you're going to lose motivation. You're going to get more distracted. You're going to think the diet's not working until we get you more clear on understanding, hey, listen, it's not realistic and nor is it healthy to drop 40 pounds in one month. So you break down the facts behind it and you make small steps so you don't make these big crazy goals that overwhelm you that then is easy to procrastinate on and get distracted from because it's not realistic so number one we got to get clear on what you want what is the clear goal number two when we get that clear goal we need to create core values what is expected from you and what do you need to be able to accomplish that goal and when you get 
clear on what you need. Is it more sleep, a better diet, more support, whatever the case may be, maybe an hour to yourself each day, whatever the case may be, the core values that you need, then you follow your core values. When somebody tries to get you or something tries to distract you away from the core values, you learn how to use a magic word I call no. No. Because your yes is not good enough until you learn how to say no. Sorry, I can't do that. When you say no to others, you say yes to yourself. Now, if you say yes to everybody and they're pulling you away from taking care of your core values that are feeding the goal that you have of your routine and staying disciplined, then one day you're doing everything good. And then the next day you get distracted because you went against your core values. And then now you have to motivate yourself and create more momentum again when it's dying down to then go back and try to get back on the routine. And that's very hard. So when you say no, you start to figure out who's on your side, who supports you, who does not support you. And I call it the dream team. When people respect your no, they get a dream team jersey, meaning they're the people that get your time and your energy when you have time and energy, <laughs> right? But you can't just give everybody your time and energy because you'll find a lot of people are actually energy suckers, blood suckers. They rob you for your energy, which then when it's time for you to create discipline, you don't have the energy to do so. So when people don't respect your no, then you start separating yourself from people who don't support your dream and that are distracting you. So now we get rid of people that distract you and then we get rid of environments that distract you so then we can get more clear on our core values that align itself with the goal so we can have more discipline towards the goal. The next thing I would like to do with you is do this when you get time. Take a piece of paper and write down eight, eight, and eight. And under each eight, I want you to tell me how, how much hours do you work? So it, research shows that we need eight hours of sleep. Research also shows that the average salary is about eight hours a day, about 40 hours here in the U.S. Okay, so you have eight hours of sleep. Most of you are not getting that. You have eight hours of work. Most of you are overworking. What are you doing on the remaining eight hours? As soon as you can start getting clear on where your eight hours are going, then you start to change a little bit of things of how serious you take your routine. Here's what I mean. A lot of you giving that remaining eight hours to everybody else, maybe four more hours to work, three more hours towards friends and family. And then by the time it's time to come home and take care of your routine, you have no energy. You have no energy. We got to stop getting mad at ourselves thinking that we can just create energy from anywhere when we have to start looking at where are we putting our energy. If you charge your phone only to 30% and you use your phone for work calls all day and when afternoon comes and you want to use your phone for something to learn, don't get mad if that phone dies on you because most of your battery is utilized towards something else and not yourself. Okay? So... I want you to start to think about where your extra time is going, and then you're going to start seeing where you're getting distracted, where you have to get stronger with your core values. As soon as you get those things, those little things going, you'll start seeing distractions be, be decreased. You only have so much willpower a day. You only have so much energy a day. You got to be very strict with your time and energy. And the exercise I like to do is always tell my clients, how much are you worth an hour? As soon as they learn how much they're worth an hour, go back to that chart. How much time are you giving away a week? So if you make 20 bucks an hour and you give five hours away, you're losing $100 a day, 
right? Sometimes that helps a person get more aligned of understanding how important their time is. Do that weekly. Do that in a month. How much money are you giving away? A year. And then start taking your time very serious. Start saying no when things at work are trying to pull you to stay longer and you're not getting compensated for it. Right. Okay. Number two, procrastination. I find procrastination be another reason why people fall off their routine or trying to be disciplined because a person has a couple things. Number one, they're very hard on themselves. Number two, perfectionism. They're perfectionist. They try to do, they don't want to do anything until everything's perfect. They don't want to make perfectionism usually comes from the fear of failing. The only people that never fail are the people that never try. The only people that never fail are the people that never try. My friend, being perfect, if you are a perfect human being, please email me ASAP. I will fly to you wherever you are in the world, and I need to take a selfie with you, and I need to hire a camera crew. We need to do a documentary on you because you'll be the first perfect human being on earth, and you are. you need to be celebrated. So the fear of criticism, the fear of being perfectionist, and being too hard on yourself are usually the reasons why people procrastinate. There's another little one that comes next that I'll, with the third step of why people procrastinate um, that I want to do as the mental and physical issues that people have that create procrastination, what I'll get into. But right now, I want you to really think, uh, focus on a perfectionist is someone that is not going to, I'm not going to make that video until I got a perfect camera set up, a perfect microphone. I'm not going to say this information until I got all the certifications to be able to be qualified to give advice to people. I'm not going to be a coach until I'm perfect. And that's usually the problem. When people do that, it's a loss of desire towards your routine and your disciplines. It's a loss of desire. So best way to overcome this and the fear of criticism of other people, what other people got to say. I'll tell you one thing. I never came across a successful person who didn't want to uplift me. Every successful person I came across wants to uplift you. I came across a lot of people who weren't successful trying to find something wrong with me or tell me how I'm wrong. And I started to understand that everybody can tell you how to do it, but they never did it. That's a Jay-Z line. I just want to throw that in there, but it's a fact. So criticism, fear of criticism, people, I have a little thing that I tell my clients. There's a little birdie outside of a New York apartment. This little birdie's chirping, chirp, 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 just chirping, chirping away. The bird is singing. One person opens up the window at seven in the morning, go, oh my God, this is going to be a great day. It's a beautiful day. The bird is chirping. Birdie, I love you. Oh my God, thank you for making my morning. While they sip their coffee, closes the window and goes on to have a great day. The second person next door is upset. The bird woke them up. So the person gets to the window angry, yells at the bird, why don't you shut up? I'm trying to sleep. Slams the window and goes on to have a bad day. The bird kept on chirping, my friend. You want to know why? The bird didn't care for the person that loved them. And the bird didn't care for the person that did not love them or dislike them. Because the bird is just doing its thing. My friend, you need to do your thing. You got to do your thing. Become like the bird. So stop being so hard on yourself. If you got something in your heart, go do it. Go fail. Failing is learning on what didn't work. Number three, mental and physical issues. I can't tell you how many times I work with clients 
that are going through blood sugar problems, um, allergies, inflammation, food intolerances. So let's just say you wake up today and you feel great and everything is going great and you're following your routine. And then by 12 o'clock, you, ha you, you, you have no energy. You feel exhausted. You're stressed out. Anxiety is high. The first thing I want you to stop when that happens and think about what did I eat? What did I drink? Most of the time, my clients are going through some type of reactive issue towards the food with uh, being intolerant or allergic to it, or they're going through hypoglycemia, which means during the morning, everything was cool. It's a beautiful day. They made themselves a big smoothie or a big bowl of oatmeal or whatever the case may be. And then two, three hours, and then they have energy. And, but then two, three hours later, boom, it drops. When that blood sugar drops, my friend, you're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. And you don't care about any routine. You don't care about any diet. You're going to dog anything that's in the refrigerator or in your glove department or anywhere else because your blood sugar is low. And then your mood's going to shift with it. Second thing we have to look for, if you're low-key dairy intolerant or gluten intolerant, and you know you shouldn't be eating it, but you still throw it in during the day, start to see if it's affecting your mood and your energy because the body is the mind and the mind is the body. I don't really go straight towards working with a person when they work with me straight towards their trauma or their mindset. I go straight towards what did you eat? When's the last time, uh, how much sleep did you get last night? When's the last time you moved your body? And what are you doing during the day that makes you happy? Usually you always find an imbalance there. So I say start with those three steps. Go through this podcast over and over again as a reminder. Take a journal out and then document, what am I missing? And I can bet one of these three things are the reason why you're having a hard time sticking with your routine and staying disciplined. I hope this helped and I'll see you in the next podcast. Now, if you have any questions, I got this question on Instagram. Someone DM me this question. If you have any questions, you can go to Be Great With W I T Nate on Instagram because some 12 year old got Be Great With Nate. And I've been trying to fight with this person on Instagram um, through Instagram, a customer service. I'm not fighting with the person, but I'm trying to get my name. I own the name. But you can get me on Instagram. You can DM me. Um, other than that, I hope everybody's doing really well. If you like this content, please, I've seen the beautiful reviews I've been getting lately. Thank you so much for everyone, to everyone that's taking the time to leave me those reviews. It means the world to me. Thank you. I, I can't believe how many people I'm helping with these podcasts. Um, thank you for, you know, for some of you just putting or just rating the podcast. These things help my podcast get out there to more people. So I tried my best to give you all this information because I want to help you. But if you can help me help more people, I would greatly appreciate that. I have an email list down below, a newsletter. I would love for you to join. It's called this, My Tribe. I just keep you updated with any events that I'm doing, any information I came across that I'm seeing with clients that I think can be helpful for you and things that keep you motivated and inspired and healthy. I hope to see you in the next podcast. Peace.